0: I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we will have Hector Bautista in with us. He is the new Director of Mission Engagement uh, for the Diocese of Sioux Falls. He works in the Discipleship and Evangelization Office with Dr. Mm -hmm. Chris Bergwald. (laughs) Um, He is newly arrived here from Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. moved here in December.
1: He brought the weather with us. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You bet. He brought
0: that from Las Vegas. So uh, we brought him in to get to know him a bit, um, find out how we ended up here and what he thinks of us so far, which is a really great conversation, really interesting. There's a couple things he says that really took me by surprise, and I think most people who listen to it will be like, what? In a good way. So I hope you will stick around for that. So first we have Dr. Chris Bergwald. Or some biblical bites with Doctor B.
1: That's one of, and maybe it's it's probably because I work with Hector. He's in our office, but that's easily one of the best like cliffhanger like teasers uh, that I. I mean now because I haven't I haven't seen it he myself. Seen it, no. He didn't so even like, know oh, that
0: Hector did the interview. Oh. So yeah, so seriously, really... there's something, and I think at least probably remembers what it was. There's something in particular that he says oh. that we were both like,
1: what? I'm gonna be I'm going to be i am going to be going to the YouTube uh, Dawson YouTube channel and he refresh yeah. all the time. <laughs> Uh, in the next couple of days, just watch for this episode. There we go. there we go. He's going to yeah. be out
0: talking to people, and he can definitely do that. He can definitely
1: do that. That's why he was hired. Yes. Uh, so, uh, done to business, Renee. Let's get yes, serious. Yes, what please. is today, Renee?
0: Today will be the fourth Sunday of Advent. Very
1: good. I had to Very, think good.
0: That for Very good. Every second. Where are we? Uh,
1: what's next Sunday going to be? Christmas. Oh, and after that?
0: New Year's. Mm-hmm. The, well, isn't it different? It's the Solemnity of Mary this year. Mm-hmm. And after that? Uh, Epiphany.
1: You are
0: nailing I rem- it. I, rem- I have and my that, memory is getting better. Okay, now better what, about the, af- what about after
1: that? Baptism of the Lord. No. Oh. Normally it would be, but because <laughs> when Epiphany falls, like baptism is going to be that Monday, the 9th. That's ninth, right, we talked ninth, about that. And then the next Sunday is the second Sunday in ordinary time.
0: That's right. So, See, I was like, if it would did. be normal, I would know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, you did really My well.
0: memory is getting better.
1: So let's um, let's... But let's just come back to the present now. Okay. Let's be present to the present. To the fourth Sunday. the fourth Sunday. Sunday. Not the presents, kids. No, no. <laughs> the present. Uh, the fourth Sunday of Advent. And there is a verse that's repeated in three different places mm. in uh, the reading. Well, mm,
0: mm. In the lit in the within mass?
1: <laughs> the within the ma- th- this particular mass. Okay. Three different places. I think this might be the only time that I can think of where you've got one verse that appears and it appears in its entirety in three different Ow. places. So. Okay. Um, uh, we're going to focus, time permitting, on the first reading from Isaiah. But at the end of Isaiah, we get this. It's a very well-known verse. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you this sign: the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. The Alleluia verse: the virgin can, shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. <laughs> and then the gospel reading is Matthew's account of the of the nativity, mm-hmm. the birth of Jesus. And Matthew tells us all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Guess what the prophet said? (laughs) Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. So, uh, three times we hear uh, what was originally said, the first telling from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Let it be deep as the netherworld or high as the sky. But Ahaz answered, I will not ask, I will not tempt the Lord. Normally I wouldn't do dramatic readings as a lector. You don't ever do dramatic Usually readings. Usually you go as right. fast as you possibly right. can, so... Then Isaiah said, listen, O house of David, is it not enough for you to weary people? Must you also weary my God? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you this sign. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. Okay. Okay, so Ahaz is the king of Judah. All right. So that's at this point, this is the point in Israel's history when the northern kingdom and this, so Israel is now a house divided. Right. Um, the northern kingdom is called Israel. The southern kingdom is called Judah um and right now there's a foreign uh power that's coming in the Assyrians uh and 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 the the northern kingdom is trying to get Ahaz hey let's let's kind of work together let's do some political machinations let's form form some alliances with other foreign powers to fight off the Assyrians um and Isaiah is telling Ahaz just trust in the Lord. Like, don't forget this all this political machinery, this mach- all the political machinations, just trust in the Lord. That's kind of what, and, and Ahaz, uh, spoiler alert, won't, doesn't, uh, Typical. and, and, and it, it will end up bad. <laughs> um, so the Lord spoke, speaks to Ahaz through Isaiah saying, ask for a sign. And I, and Ahaz, oh, I, I'm not going to tempt the Lord. That'd be wrong for me to tempt the Lord. Mm. Like God told you to do it. <laughs> So uh I think that's the the actual Hebrew God told you to do it.
0: <laughs> so no matter what we're really bad at doing what God tells we're us really, to do.
1: right. So <laughs> listen O house of David it is not enough for you to weary my people you must do also weary my God. Therefore the Lord himself will give you this sign. So the message is a, is a, a very simple message. Be obedient. Right. But the other thing is so therefore the virgin the virgin will conceive and bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. So Ahaz's son Hezekiah was a good king uh and his and so this is this is not super miraculous originally I mean his mother before she conceived him had was a virgin so the, the miracle isn't here it makes sense at the time mm-hmm. she was a young woman she gets married she has a baby not a real like okay makes sense but that's a foreshadowing for the miracle that will happen right. a few centuries later with Mary and and the birth of Jesus, who literally is Emmanuel, God with us.
0: Right. God is on his way. One more week. Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. In studio with me today, I have the newest, I believe, newest member of the Chancery staff, Hector Bautista. Hi, Renee. Welcome the Views. Yeah. Yes, uh, we wanted to bring Hector in because uh, he's new here. He has a pretty important role. I don't know if he knows that yet, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we wanted to bring him in to uh, get to know him. Let other people out in the diocese get to know him because they will see you yeah. eventually. Yeah. Uh, so, Hector has been hired as the new director of mission engagement. I, I don't even really know what that means, so I'm hoping Hector does.
2: Yes. Yeah, that is, uh, that's that's a like a mouthful. In fact, <laughs> uh, when I first got hired, I thought it was director of mission and engagement, <laughs> and I had uh, thought it was like a whole youth ministry role, so I was definitely confused, and they corrected me kind of quickly, and they were like, nope, that's not what this <laughs> is. So uh, essentially what it is is uh, somebody who goes around and networks and connects with people, parishes, individuals, communities, you know, those who are Catholic and just figures out how we can get them more plugged in understanding, you know, the whole diocesan vision.
0: Right. Right. So yeah, you are going to be out meeting people then. So it'll be really good for them to see you on the video, but also hear your voice, learn a little bit about you. You never know who in South Dakota might know you somehow or be related to someone you're related to. I swear this happens all the time. I know you're not from here originally, but you might be surprised.
2: I, yeah, I'm already Someone surprised. will be like,
0: oh, yeah, I knew your second cousin somewhere. <laughs>
2: I did meet someone at Hy-Vee recently <laughs> who uh, expressed like they knew you. So this is really exciting <laughs> to hear this. Yeah.
1: yeah. so.
0: Okay. So, uh, Hector, let's uh, start first with, will you tell us about where you grew up, your family, and what that was all like? Please.
2: Yeah. So, um, I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is Nevada, not Nevada. Um, <laughs> so I was born and raised out there and, uh, I have an older brother, two younger sisters, a mom and dad. We were kind of a dog family. Always had dogs. Oh, okay. Um, and, like a uh,
0: certain kind of dog, or just any m- kind of dogs?
2: No, yeah, mostly Rottweilers. That's so. funny because
0: a lot of times people be like, "Oh no, we always had Labs." Yeah. Or we always had yeah Rottweilers. We were yeah we were such yep. a Rottweiler family. <laughs> we loved them.
2: So uh, grew up out there. We didn't really attend church too much. Okay. Yeah. At were all. you
0: Catholic when and that's so a fun young. word
2: to use? Um, <laughs> kind of sometimes. Um, Easter, St. Patrick's Day, and I think Christmas. Christmas potentially okay so more midnight mass so we could you know, sleep in so but yeah so those three were kind of the big shebang and yeah occasionally a Sunday here and there yeah. which we all complained and groaned
0: about of course yeah. so you grew up in a very different environment than than we have here it's warm all the time mm-hmm. sunny mm-hmm. um when did you start like did you go to school did you go to to mass when you were in high school at all in school how, was there a reversion somewhere yeah what that's happened? a great
2: question so um we there there's this sacrament called confirmation yes that,
0: um, <laughs> we're all familiar yeah mostly grandmas
2: <laughs> uh you know have their grandkids get involved in it and everything and that was kind of the case for us as well so we had to go through uh, the sacrament of confirmation preparation program at uh, saint joseph's in las vegas and i went on a retreat it was april 2nd 2005 which might ring a bell for, for some people. It's the day John Paul II had died. Oh, Um,
0: and how old were you then?
2: So I was about 15. So uh, I had no idea what a Pope was. In fact, I didn't know why this guy wore white all the time, Wow. but I heard so many great stories about him and what he had done with his life. Mm -hmm. And I started wondering like, well, what am I doing with my life? Where's the direction I'm going? And uh, I said, Jesus, I don't know if you're real, but if you are, I'm going to give you a shot in my life right now. Uh, but this is it, this is your only one shot. And if you do something, (laughs) if you do something, I'll give you the rest of my life.
0: Oh, and John Paul II was like, oh, we, we got this guy right here. He knew (laughs) he just, he
2: just, and you know, fast forward a couple of like years later, he was canonized on my birthday. So, um, that's incredible. I feel like we have a connection.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So, uh, you grew up in Las Vegas. Is this where you met your wife?
2: Oh, that's a great question. So, no, Nikayla is her name. Uh, okay. She's a wedding photographer. We actually served on Net Ministries together.
0: Oh, okay, wait. Yes. So you went from, didn't grow up really Catholic, very nominally Catholic, mm-hmm. didn't really do anything, to going to Net Ministries. We missed yeah. a part. Yeah. You went into Net Ministries.
2: I stayed involved with the faith. I fell in love with the Lord, Um, fell in love with the sacraments, uh, was discerning the priesthood, Even, even, you oh, know, goodness. yeah. So I loved the church. Uh, wanted to be a youth ministry leader, really bad, graduated high school, decided that net was kind of the route I wanted to go in and, um, served on net, you know, four different times Mm -hmm. actually. Um, and one of those times, uh, I met Nakela, saw her in a hallway. I wasn't allowed to talk to her because, you know, that's not okay. Um, so (laughs) I didn't, uh, I just kind of awkwardly gazed at her from a distance, you know, um,
0: did she think it was an awkward gaze too? Yeah. She'd <laughs> called me a stalker. I'm
2: pretty sure. No, that didn't happen, but, um, yeah, crushed on her a lot. And, uh, so finally one day, um, it was years afterwards. I was able to ask her on a date, which she stood me up Oh five my! five times.
0: Nikayla. Uh, yeah, so I haven't met your wife yet, but I'm already intrigued. <laughs> yeah. She's the best. And,
2: um, so, uh, eventually we got married. Um, and uh, we have two little girls now, oh,
0: yeah, Avila and Sienna. And how old are they?
2: Zero and three. <laughs> so Avila's birthday is Halloween and Sienna is February 28th. So the last okay. day of October, last day of okay. February.
0: So a So only a dad would say zero. How many months is she?
2: Nine. Okay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I did the math earlier. So.
0: <laughs> okay. So what was it that made you feel drawn to youth ministry? Because you said mm-hmm. you felt that right away.
2: Yeah. I think- um, for me, it was seeing so much hurt in people that were in my age when I was mm-hmm. a younger person, and the the lack of awareness of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody has uh, spiritual leaders in their lives, right? And just seeing the impact that youth ministry leaders have made, priests and youth ministries and core team members, in the lives of young people, I wanted to help do that and help you know transform. Mm-hmm. So,
0: because that might have made your growing up years different. Mm-hmm. Had you had well, and I'm not saying they were back because I don't know that at all. Mm-hmm. But you might have discovered the church and Jesus sooner mm-hmm. and had that. So
2: Yeah. Probably wouldn't have gotten suspended and expelled from school as many times <laughs> as I did. So there
0: were some more things we missed, apparently. Yeah, there we go. Twenty minute interview. We keep it going. <laughs> okay. So um when you what were you doing when you decided to apply for the position here? Cause oh. I mean, this is a big leap. From Las Vegas to South Dakota.
2: Yeah, so I was working in the the chancery in Las Vegas, the diocese okay. of Las Vegas, okay. as the coordinator of youth and young adult ministry. Okay. Now they never had a position like that before, so basically what that meant was I was working to care for youth ministry leaders, both volunteer, full time, part time, all that, um, pastors, parish uh, priests, and um, you know just the youth in general, from middle school all the way to thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: Okay, and when you were you looking for something or did someone, I I feel like if I remember the story, right? Like someone reached out to you mm-hmm. and said, Hey, there's this position in Sioux Falls, someone who knew you from up here.
2: Two people. Okay. Um, and,
0: uh, was it Joe? both in Minnesota.
2: Yeah. No, it okay. wasn't anyone in Sioux Falls. Oh, okay. So it was in St. Paul. It was, um, just close people who said, what one, one person said to me, if you want to be a saint, go to Sioux Falls.
0: <laughs> and, he did not say
1: that.
2: No, I swear they did. And I, I, I kind of thought that was a little bit over the top until <laughs> I, I came too. here <laughs> and I met the staff and it's totally true.
0: Um, I mean, that, that's really saying something. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit. So I'm going to let you keep going about uh, how you decided to apply. So, and, I will, and I'll catch up on that other piece a little in a little bit.
2: <laughs> I, I was terrified of applying because I don't know anyone in Sioux Falls. I right. didn't know anyone in right. Sioux Falls. Had my,
0: you ever been here?
2: Yeah. One time. And I remember thinking to myself, I would never live here. <laughs> um, so that's a true story. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Um, but yeah, that happened. And um, yeah, so I, I had, um, I was terrified of, you know, even applying for something like this and um, looked at the quality of the staff and everything and just definitely was like, I right, there's, this is just something else. I, I don't think I'm up to par with this, um, but continue to feel the Lord pressing on my heart, you know? to put it out there. So, Mm -hmm. um, I did,
0: you did. And, uh, okay. So when you, uh, you didn't come here right away, we did a phone interview, if I remember right, at least one. Okay. Two. And you're, what are you thinking? Like, you're like, (laughs) they keep wanting to talk to me. I mean, what are you thinking as this is happening?
2: Yeah. So, um, I promise I'm responsible. Uh, my calendar, just scheduled the wrong day for the first Zoom interview uh-huh. and uh, the director of HR, Twyla was her name. Um, she called me up and she goes, Hector, we're curious if you're still planning on joining us for the first interview. And I said, yeah, yes, I am. I had the wrong day. So <gasps> mm-hmm. I, uh, I had it marked for the next day. And uh, so I met them in the interview, parked in a parking lot in a very shady area of Las Vegas. <laughs> it was really hot outside. I couldn't have the AC on and I zoomed them in from my phone had the wrong job description, understood. I, I just, I totally botched the interview. I completely Apparently did. not. And then they called me up the next day and they're like, we want to do a second interview. And I was like, why? <laughs> I would not have hired me. I would have been like, this guy's a joke. So they did a second interview and I thought I was super like well-informed, ready to go. And uh, I don't know if you know Dr. Chris Bergwald, but he goes, of you course. were really nervous in that interview, weren't you? And I was like,
1: I was so confident. I was ready to go. <laughs>
2: So uh, yeah, I gave off the wrong vibes there too, I guess. And then they asked me to come on out and visit uh, Sioux Falls and and meet the staff and everything like that too. And
0: so that must've had uh, a certain impact on you because I do know that your wife is from Minnesota originally, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Yep. So she's actually from uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. So yeah, but she lived a lot in in Minnesota, Moorhead, Minnesota for for a lot of time. So
0: way up North. So she's used to the, well, she was used to the cold. Right. She probably got used to the heat. Yep. And- how long was she in Las Vegas with you? Three years. Three? Yeah. Oh, she thats she can adjust, no yeah. problem. Yeah, she'll
2: be fine. <laughs> she is going to be okay. She already is, actually. Well,
0: so. I was going to say, once a northerner, no no <laughs> problem. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's me that's just adjusting to the ice storms.
0: Yeah, of- you really, so you arrived before Thanksgiving or after?
2: Uh, after Thanksgiving, yeah.
0: You really moved here at the wrong time. I
2: know. That's what everyone's telling me.
0: Yeah. What do you think so far? I think it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
2: think it's icy. <laughs> it's slippery. Um and, but it's, it's beautiful though. The people yeah. here are beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful diocese. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. If you just joined us, we're talking to Hector Bautista. He is the new director of mission engagement for the diocese. We wanted to take some time to get to know him. So um, Hector, what has been your uh, impression of the discipleship and evangelization, evangelization team whom you work with and Bishop DeGroote? Cause I know, I know you got to meet Bishop Degrude when you came here for your last interview. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, honestly, I um so this this the discipleship and evangelization team are an incredible group of people. They're often known as like the fun group in the chancery I staff. would
0: argue against that. Yeah, and you'd sure. lose
2: that argument, no. but that's okay. Oh, no. Um
0: <laughs> we have this it, uh, for those who aren't here on a day-to-day basis, the DE team and the communications team, we have a a very fun competition going back and forth for who's the fun office in the building. So most of the fun comes out of these two places. <laughs>
2: it's true, and, and the hard part about competition is it means like you have to compete against something, and it's hard for DNA to compete against something that's barely competing. But <laughs> back to it. Um, wow. <laughs> back to it, though. Uh, yeah, they. I, I was really moved by the holiness uh, of that team. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Grace, Audrey, Kim, Emma. Uh, those ladies are wonderful. Yep. They're responsible. They're they're on it, and they're so captivated by our Lord. yeah. Um, and then Dr. Chris and Father Scott are just remarkable humans who I look up to immensely. Um, and when I met Bishop DeGrude, I felt like he was just piercing, speaking to my soul. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just, it was a moving experience. And um, then they, you know, they showed me the Chancery. I got to meet some of the staff and everything like that. And this, this chance, There's something so special about this diocese and uh, this chancery staff just walking in. Everybody has pictures of our Lord everywhere. Everyone mm-hmm. just speaks in love and joy with each other. How could you not love being here?
0: Yeah, yeah. it's true. Um, okay, so is it different? Is it markedly different from the diocese you worked in in Las Vegas? And I can't promise you they won't see this, so.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> okay. And, and um, you know, I, I think— in, in various ways. I mean, for one, we have this vision, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's not just this temporary thing. It's not just this, you know, for the next seven months, um, but it, it is here to stay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so we're all, and, and you could see like everyone's on a team, everyone's working together. The different offices and departments work collectively, um, very different, very yeah.
0: different. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't always that way as far as the working, the offices working collectively, um, but it has, that has developed over the last few years, which has been really, really great. It makes working uh, together much better, much easier. We always got along. We always uh, did, but working more collaboratively, I think has helped uh, increase the fruits of what we do. So yeah. Um, what was, was there something specific that made you decide to take the position or was your wife, I hear your wife had a big hand in that.
2: Yeah. That's funny <laughs> that you use the word hand. Uh, yeah. It was the snowstorms. I was excited about those. Um, yeah. Really? <laughs> so the true story is, um, she pushed the send button on the application is, I, I hope that's what you're referring to. Uh, yeah. So I just was so nervous of sending that in, but, um, she put it in. And then when we had left the interview, I mean, I had her come up with me to help me discern this whole opportunity. And, you know, she just, she point blank asked me, she goes, everything that you've been praying for, this is it. This Mm -hmm. is it. Mm -hmm. So when are we saying yes? Um, and I knew saying yes to them meant I would be saying no to everything in Las Vegas. Um, and so that was really hard for me to be able to accept Sure. But, uh, you know, she's just been like just a pillar for me. So yeah. it was, it was helpful.
0: That's great. And when it, they aren't quite here yet, your wife and children, is that Actually, right? Actually,
2: they are. No, they, they, are. they did get here finally. Oh, and good. so, yeah. And our little one is sick right now. Oh. So but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough time, but she, it's okay.
0: Well, that they'll get over it. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but Are the kids excited now? They're pretty little but are they excited about the snow? Yes. And so, uh, yeah. So.
2: Avila is ready to build snowmans <laughs> and feel like she's Elsa from uh, the Frozen nice, movies. Yes, nice, nice. Yeah, so See that excited. helps so much.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah she is excited.
0: <laughs> Next week, they might be thinking differently when it's, you know, zero degrees outside. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> you might, might be, be thinking more like me. <laughs> <Yes. so. laughs>
0: okay. Um, do you do you think that you're younger? You're mm-hmm. not probably the youngest person here, but um, you're going to be probably the youngest one in your department, I think grace is young. Do you think that helps you with the work you're going to be doing?
2: You know, I don't know. Um, okay. I really don't. Um, I'm sure it has some advantages and, and I, I know from history, it has some disadvantages, yeah. um, but I, I just trust in the Lord because there's a lot of flaws in me as a person. Sure. I'm so imperfect, um, but I know the Lord works through me a lot. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen him do it before. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just trust in him. I believe he's called me here. So whether it's my youthfulness or my humor or whatever it is, I I believe he's gonna just have a reason for me and just continue to prove that.
0: Yeah. Is there anything? I'm not gonna ask you what you have planned for the position yet because I know you're still kind of settling in and everything. But um, you're getting familiar with the vision. Um, what do you? I, I want to know what you think of the vision and what are some of the things? Is there something that you're particularly looking forward to doing in your position?
2: I think meeting. A lot of these pastors and Mm PCLs, so parish catechetical leaders, the ones who uh, spend their time, their days, their energies uh, caring for, you know, all the efforts in their parishes, meeting these people who are in the trenches on the ground and uh, working alongside them. You know, that is something I'm really excited about. Um, I'm also really excited to just work on this team and this Mm -hmm. whole staff. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's it's such a beautiful joy. I, I mean... I don't know how many people smile about what they do every day, but I know I get excited to come to work. Yep. So.
0: Yep. I do too. And uh, what do you think of the vision? I know you've been watching videos. I poked my head in your office the other day and you're busily watching videos and stuff that we've produced over the last couple of years. So what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah. I've been spending a lot of time um, watching these videos, uh, reading articles. um, I imagine
0: you read the Maroon Bible as we refer to it nope the uh I'm sure you did the uh, Christendom to apostolic mission oh yes we, we call that the maroon Bible oh I didn't I haven't
2: heard anyone say that yet that <laughs> yes. is that is a great book so it is
0: and a lot of people in the diocese have read it so oh, okay yes
2: yeah that I mean that put me on um on fire when I read it. I think it was like two years ago it came mm-hmm. out now um yeah that was a great great little read and um I hear they're coming out with another uh, oh I didn't yeah know that. yeah yeah. yeah. Tony Meng, um down in the foundation shared that with me, so oh, that's exciting. Great, yeah, and um, yeah. So uh, the question, the uh, lifelong, yep, a Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. What strikes me about that is that um, one, it's not temporary. So I, right. I, I kind of shared that a little bit. Yep. I love that it's just this, like this is where we're at. This is a journey, and it's a call. It's a response to um, you know who who God is inviting us to be, and it's this this response of the, this vision, this prayer that Bishop DeGroote has had, um, that God is asking him to do for this diocese. That is, there's something so exciting about that, Mm -hmm. that we are like on mission together. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important that, that we are all on mission together. So, um, okay. We're almost out of time. So I do want to find out from you. Um, do you have a particular saint? (laughs) I'm wondering if it's going to be JP too, but maybe not. So do you have a particular saint that you turn to and why that saint?
2: It depends on what the situation is. Okay. Yeah. So um, usually, I mean, if it's anything with ministry related, it would be John Paul II. Sure. Absolutely. Um, if it's uh, healing or someone hurt or anything like that, it's probably St. Jude Thaddeus. Uh, yeah. um, and if it's just uh, for something random, uh, I usually pray with Fulton Sheen too. Oh, so, Fulton so that, Sheen, yeah. Those are my top three, I think.
0: Yep. Uh, I I know some about Fulton Sheen. I really want to dig in and, and learn more about him. But uh Saint Jude is one of mine as well. Yeah. So I have a entire Saint Posse that I hope follows me around. I beg yeah. that they do. They're just
2: they're just <laughs> here right them. now listening to Catholic views. They're like, let's go Renee. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Uh, FYI Fulton Sheen is not canonized yet. Not yet. But um
0: yeah. He's getting he'll he will be I I'm I really confident. Hope, so really anything else you wanna say to everybody out there before I let you go today?
2: Yeah, I guess uh, just I would invite anybody who's listening right now to continue to pray for us in this this chancery yeah. staff that we may stay, you know, um, aligned with Bishop's vision, that we may stay focused on what the Lord has for us um, and knowing that we're carrying out the Lord's work and, and trying to make our lives, you know, uh, happy, healthy, and holy, you know? So, Yeah.
0: Look at that. He's already got the happy, healthy, holy thing going. Thing. He's, you're I doing good. Yeah. You're Thank doing you. good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot for being here today, Hector. I appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to what you're going to do in the diocese. Thank you, Renee. You bet. If you haven't found us on social media already, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble at SF Diocese anytime, or check us out at the website at sfcatholic.org. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic views.